This is Jed Medifin, president of the Christian Alliance for Orphans. I don't think there's anything better this side of heaven than getting to be a little part of a great story. That's what all of us get to do when we join in to celebrate Orphan Sunday and Stand Sunday. Orphan Sunday started in a small, hard-pressed church in Zambia. The church members had very little, but the pastor believed that all Christians are called to reflect God's deep love for orphaned and vulnerable children in tangible action. The church members responded in astounding ways. Some even removed their own shoes to give to orphans nearby. Today, this same simple, compelling vision echoes all around the globe, from Brazil to Baltimore, Kansas to Korea, Uganda to Ukraine. Each local Orphan Sunday event is unique, but we're all celebrating together God's love for vulnerable children, and for each of us as well. All of this didn't come from a giant corporation or big marketing firm. It sprang up from the small acts of faithfulness and love of ordinary believers. And it grew as countless organizations, churches, and volunteers left their logos and egos at the door and joined in a vision that is larger than any of us could achieve alone. Through Orphan Sunday, we're all a little part of a great big story the story of a broken, hurting world, and God's pursuing, redemptive, renewing love amidst it all. Greetings. My name is Jody Jackson-Tucker, and I'm excited to be guest hosting the first My Orphan Sunday podcast. I will be interviewing Sandra Flack, the regular host for the podcast. We are excited to dedicate this podcast to sharing stories of how Orphan Sunday has impacted children's lives around the world in over 80 nations. And we dedicate this podcast to 1 Chronicles 16.24. Declare His glory among the nations, His marvelous deeds among all peoples. Sandra, I'm excited to be with you today. You are an adoptive mom the executive director of a ministry you founded, Justice for Orphans, the host of your own radio show and podcast called Orphans No More. And dear to my heart, you and I have served together for many years on the Orphan Sunday leadership team where you serve as our media coordinator. Wow, that's a lot to even share about one person, Sandra. Thank you so much. It's an honor. It's an honor to be the first guest of this podcast series. Orphan Sunday is near and dear to my heart. So it's an honor to be here. Well, it's exciting to kick off with sharing your story because it perfectly tees up the rest of the stories that we'll be sharing over the next several weeks. Where did you first hear about Orphan Sunday? I first heard of Orphan Sunday somewhere on social media. Can't put my finger on it today. But when I heard about it and I knew it was in November, I went to my pastor who I knew would do it because he was already a foster and adoptive parent. And I just said, Pastor Stan, uh, you should do Orphan Sunday in November. And what I wasn't prepared for was what he would tell me And that was, okay, you and Mary do it, his wife. So he assigned Mary and I the entire preaching portion of that first Orphan Sunday for us to do. He gave it right over to us to do, and and we put that together. That's amazing. So what did that first Orphan Sunday look like in your church? 
Well, Mary and I kind of split up the, the morning. She focused on foster care, which was something very important to her. And I focused on orphans and the, the international uh, crisis with the orphan. And I was an, a, a, an adoptive parent already. My husband and I have uh, five adopted children, four adopted internationally. So I had been in orphanages and, and held abandoned babies in hospitals and you know, we we adopted because it is what God called our family to do. We didn't have the big, oh, James one twenty seven. everybody needs to do this kind of mindset. We just knew what God spoke to our hearts for our family. And it was after that, we'd brought our last uh, son home through adoption in 2010. So this was really 2011. And I began to search the scriptures and research statistics, spent a lot of time on the CAFO website, and was just wrecked by what I found and began to question who's doing something about this because I clearly realized if me, I'm an adoptive mom, I've seen all of this. If I didn't know this global picture, I didn't know anything about the foster care system really, had no idea about that, didn't realize the connection between human trafficking and orphans. My eyes were open, my heart was broken, and I I wanted to know who's doing something about it because I realized if I didn't know, then my friends next to me in church, they don't know this either. So how are they gonna know? So it was just became this passion to engage the church and not just my own church congregation, but the big C church, the whole church. And that that first Orphan Sunday led to Mary and I going to CAFO that year, the Orphan Summit. Um, I believe we, it was in Saddleback. So I think it was around 2012. We went out to California and, of course, just came back after drinking from a fire hydrant for two days, just <laughs> so full of what do we do next? So we decided, well, let's have our own little mini orphan conference and invite all area churches and, and share with them what we've learned. So we did that. And then that led to us establishing Justice for Orphans, which is our nonprofit here based in New York. And and that's what we do is we rally the church for the cause of the fatherless and try to inspire and equip and educate the body of Christ to walk out James one twenty seven, caring for orphans, whatever way God calls them to. And that's led to where we are today. That is incredible. So you hear about Orphan Sunday on social media. Yes. You present it to your pastor. He says yes. And that leads you into God's word where even though you're an adoptive parent, he it opens your eyes to the global crisis, and as a result of that, you founded your ministry that has now helped countless churches and children in New York State and beyond. Yeah, we, we've done conferences, foster care-focused conferences, adoption-focused conferences, so we've seen families get recruited to become foster parents, we've seen families go on to adoption, uh, and then the, the Lord opened the door for us to be on radio about the same time we uh, established Justice for Orphans. I got asked to be uh, a guest on a, a, a radio show on a Christian station out of Albany, New York, uh, which I was terrified and tried to get out of because I was didn't really want to be on the radio. <laughs> it was like an hour and live, and I was the only guest, and I was just petrified. But I sensed the Lord was saying, 
this is me do this. So I did it and felt like, okay, I survived that never have to do that again. Um, But then I got asked to do it again about a month later uh, to talk about Orphan Sunday. And by that time, I was an Orphan Sunday coordinator already. I was the only one in New York at the time. So I felt like, okay, I can go on the radio and I can talk about Orphan Sunday. I can do that. So I did that. And about a month later, the station contacted me and said, we think you should have your own radio show where you talk about this orphan adoption, foster care stuff every week. You can have your own guests. You have, you know, you can do whatever you want, interview people. And we were like, what? Because... That was never on our radar, no experience in radio, no, ex- you know, I was a stay at home at the time, homeschooling, adoptive mom, you know, trying to engage the church and talking to everybody I know about this, but never thought, you know, we oh, let's be on the radio. Uh, so, but we realized that the Lord was opening that door. So we said yes. And uh, we've, we have recorded over 200 shows, episodes wow. of Orphans No More. Um, and I've been able to interview foster and adoptive parents and adult adoptees and orphan ministry uh, leaders from across the country and around the world. A lot of folks from Orphan Sunday, um, I've had the privilege of interviewing. I've interviewed you, Jody, and um, and many others, and uh, just what the Lord has done with it, and it all began with Orphan Sunday. That is truly incredible, and it's your radio show that led me to you, So when we think of that impact really worldwide of people all around the world listening to these podcasts, it's such a perfect story to tee off this My Orphan Sunday initiative this fall because we see the ripples of your yes, your request to your pastor to do Orphan Sunday, and then how God poured out blessings and opened doors on your obedience and created ripples that has really touched so many lives you probably won't see till you get to heaven, just uh, the impact of that yes to Orphan Sunday. What an incredible story. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for hosting this podcast. I know it's going to be amazing, and I know it will really inspire many people to do likewise. Yeah, And you opened with First Chronicles 1624, declare his glory. And really all of these stories are God's stories for his glory and for his kingdom purposes. So I'm an, I'm honored to be part of this project. And I'm so excited that our story started with Orphan Sunday. So I want to be the first one to say that is my Orphan Sunday. Join us in declaring God's glory through these Orphan Sunday stories. It all begins with your church observing Orphan Sunday or Stand Sunday this November. Visit OrphanSunday.org for your free resource toolkit to help you plan your Orphan Sunday. Then send us your Orphan Sunday story with the hashtag MyOrphanSunday. Sunday.